So yeah. Uh, should we keep talking about sticking our dicks in shampoo bottles when we're kids? Yeah, I suppose. I yeah, we were. Uh, I think that's the, uh, the topic of the day. Yeah, it's sticking our dicks in shampoo bottles. Or at least speculating. See, speculating. Like, as kids, you know, you don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do with your dick. And you find out you're supposed to do something with it. You try to find any orifice you can stick it in, really. Yeah, some kid at school, like the second day of sixth grade. My second day in a public school. Like, it's not like all Catholic people in, you know, navy blue uniforms and fucking plaid skirts or whatever. All that bullshit. And nuns and... This kid sitting behind me is like, Hey, Billy. You scrub a little extra below the waist. And that was my introduction to fucking masturbation. I don't know what, uh... Let's, let's, should we give the people some context? Should we give some people some context for the... Just to where we are right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. So we are in a greenhouse. It's like 80 feet long. And it's got three garden beds that run the entire length of it. With two walkways in between. And it is fucking loaded up with weed. Just loaded. And this is my friend Zach. Hello. Yeah, well, I don't know. You, you should tell the people about yourself, Zach. Because well, I, I don't know that much about you. Well, Zach's I'm 26. Oh, yeah, I like long one. walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I like long walks to the shitter in the morning at the outhouse. Just kidding. We don't have an outhouse. Uh, we kind of have an outhouse. But I do agree with that. Recently, I built the shitter, so I'm no longer walking to poop in the woods in the last week or so. To dug out a leech line and dig my hand in a piece of uh, septic tank and uh, dig around some poo to get a fitting in there so I could uh, poop inside. So currently I'm no longer taking long walks in the forest to go poo. I'm an official adult with the bathroom. So uh, that's what's new with me. Zach is and what's getting... going on. I'm pooing inside. Yeah. Fuck plumbing. Dude, you Keep like a, it running. You're like a new, like an upper class member of society on the hill now. Yeah, exactly. Because on the hill, if your plumbing doesn't work, you don't have fucking plumbing. Yeah. If your water isn't coming from the fucking creek, you don't have water. So the thing is, luckily we have a well here, and we're able to take showers. So really we're living luxurious life out here on the mountain. More than I'm used to. So you could say we're living like rich people. With showers and working toilets. It is a beautiful thing. Quarantining ourselves from the rest of the world during these pandemic times of corona. Yeah, it's it's COVID times. I don't know when I'm going to release this episode. But it's COVID times right now. It's like April 25th. And I was supposed to do something like this a long time ago. Get one of these recorded, but like, just never lined up, you know? So now we got days and days of just sitting here, pulling leaves, big ass leaves off of these fucking pot plants. So it seemed like a good time to bring the little handy recorder down. And uh, get, get famous off our podcast. 
Right, the podcast, episode one. The old podcast. Yeah. Podcast on a mountain. Yeah, so Zach is a musician. It's the only thing about him that matters. Yeah, it's the only thing that matters to me. As and, well. Yeah, and maybe, just maybe, I can get him to play a song for one of the fucking intros or outros of this episode but that's yeah. going to be a conversation that's one of my uh that's one of my fortes in life it's creating radio intros that's one of my is main... it really yeah <laughs> no shit i didn't know that yeah it's uh it's not something um you know that i do often but uh i have done it <laughs> When was the last time you were on the radio? The last time I was on the radio? Yeah. Uh, like a month ago. About. At, uh, we were on K-Mud. Pretty the, famous. The local, the local Garberville Redway Humboldt County radio station here. And, uh, we should be playing every Friday night on it, but during these COVID times we haven't exactly been wanting to leave the hill too much or, or during these times working so much haven't been able to get the energy to go down to town and play on the radio but that was the last time I played on the radio probably about a month ago before the corona hit so hard dude it's hard out there it's hard out there people are dying on the streets left and right there's uh, bodies lining the streets of Garberville and Redway yeah. there's just nurses and Doctors just stressing and firemen in full suits just picking up dead bodies off the streets here. Full blown apocalypse. Full blown apocalyptic like circumstances. Yep. The grocery store isn't an option, so all we've been doing is killing turkeys in our spare time and yep. just cooking the breasts. And we did eat one of our friends. We did eat one. Billy. He deserved it. Yes. Billy. Billy. Yes. Mikey! Energy drinks, man. What a great gift. Yeah. Dude, so let's so overdose. So we just got some energy drinks. Let's overdose. Uh, yeah, I think I think that yeah. <laughs> I think they got the context. Now we can just talk to each other. What's that? Oh, I think they got the context, right? Now we can just talk to each other. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even care if we have long moments of silence. Make those fuckers listen to us snap and leaves. It's oh a, yeah, it's exactly. A, it's a peaceful, blissful sound. Yeah, peaceful, blissful sound. Yeah, not as peaceful or blissful as my voice. Ah, the sweet sounds of Bill in the garden. Bill's Garden. <laughs> There's actually an Asian restaurant in my hometown called Bill's Garden. Really? That's super good. I feel like I wouldn't want to go or there. I feel like they kill, people named, they kill people named Bill and like use their genitals or something. Oh, they probably have some sort of fry. sex ring thing going on with the rest of them. Bill's Garden. So my hometown is Minneapolis and... Um, 
every place out there has some shady stuff going on. So it wouldn't be surprising if Bill's Garden had some sort of Bill sex trafficking operation going down. So Bill's Garden, though, their food's good? <laughs> What's that? Their food's good? Yeah. Then who cares? Just bust then, the sex trafficking and just let them make some dope food. Well, exactly. Keep the cooks, right? Yeah, Fire exactly. Fire the sex traffickers. Keep the cooks. That was the thing about the whole the Royal, Royal Orchid st uh, scandal. My favorite Thai restaurant out there got busted for being a sex trafficking ring. And I was like, well, who was in charge of the sex trafficking ring? Because, like, what's up with the cooks? You know, like, were they in, in on the sex trafficking ring, too? Well, and was it prostitutes or was it, like, children? Uh, you know... It didn't specify in the thing. It just said that they, they had like they kind had of the big they difference. Had a, yeah, exactly. Because if it was a, because you got to think like, I don't want to say that there's people who are willing to be sex trafficked, but I mean like if it's like adults that are like consenting to, you know, being pimped out out of there. Right, yeah, that's a exactly, little different exactly. than like it's, that's a little different than like a trafficking people ring. And I, well, I think that's that's defined as sex trafficking too. Like I think that's the, the whole Robert Kraft thing, the owner of the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, I think he went. They they were saying that it was some big sex trafficking ring where like they might have been selling children out of there, or selling sex slaves. Turned out it was just like a bunch of chicks who gave massages who were like, yeah, I'll fucking give customers hand jobs at the end. And I'll yeah, yeah, a little on their own accord, kind of. Well, and, I think and, it was kind of like encouraged. Push. It's yeah, probably encouraged, encouraged there, but, but not... Like, nobody but not was like holding push. a gun to these chicks' heads yeah. and saying, you have to give a fucking... Uh, no, that being said, I fucking Wait, so no Robert problem. Kraft from the Patriots got... Did he get, he like, got tried got for this hand job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah, Wow, I, yeah, I wasn't aware of that one. Dude, and they have it on film. That's heavy. The, the feds fucking, they didn't, like, bust the place. What they did was they went in there and they installed cameras. Yeah. They're like, oh, we have reason to believe this. They didn't, like, bust it and say, hey, are you doing this? Or interrogate them or do whatever, which I don't know that I would be in favor of that either. Yeah. But they installed cameras so they could get footage of people doing shit. And that's, like... So they install know. the cameras not knowing that Robert Kraft is going to be the person that they catch on camera. Right? Or or, yeah, was there, yeah. or was there, like, suspicion, like, around fucking, that where they're thinking that Robert Kraft The opposing team, like, fucking hired the, uh... Hired, hired the, the feds. Crew. Yeah, yeah. Hired the like, feds to investigate like, like, Robert Kraft. Like, hey, like, we heard like, he's getting hand jobs over here. Yeah. Call the CIA. It's like, you and know, like... It's like Robert Kraft tried to do a nice gesture by bringing out, like, fucking the owner of the Dallas Cowboys out to, like, his favorite spot. And then he was like... You know what? I'm gonna snitch on this fool for this spot, you know, and he's definitely gonna come back here. I'm not gonna come back here. So then they get the footage, and then the Patriots look like it's shit. A little, it's a little hand job. They're making the the world a better place. Yeah, exactly. There's Wrong. a group of people. Have you heard of this? They're like they're like uh, hand angels. They're called hand angels. Okay, so this is a real thing. This is yep. Up. This is a real thing. They might not be called hand, hand angels, angels, but I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. My hand, angels. hand angel. No, get this. So what they You're do? My hand angel. There's people out there who have disabilities who can't masturbate themselves. Oh fuck. Right. I see where you're and going. right. Yeah. And who fucking uh, don't necessarily have like a dating life because of their disabilities, and these people give them hand jobs. Oh they, fucking a. They masturbate them to completion. See now. They're called hand angels. And it's a volunteer organization. They don't make any money. They don't make any <laughs> they money. They don't make any money. 
doing this. You probably can write it off on your taxes. So, so I can, like, Google this right now. Huh? Right, right. Dude, you can volunteer oh, yeah, if you yeah, wanted to, man. Uh, probably, <laughs> I think you can write it off on your taxes. Like, I did give 300 hand jobs this year as community <laughs> service. But if you get paid a fucking penny for that shit, dude, FBI, bust you. Fucking oh, really? sex trafficking. Really? So that's a loophole. Well, no, I mean, I... I In a way. Yeah, yeah. So it's but, like... But it's, what are you going to do? You're going to ask the handicapped guy, like, that's 30 bucks, buddy, or fucking, I don't know what you pay for a well, hand job. Well, yeah. I'd say so. I mean, like, that's, you know, goods and services. It's a capitalist society, you know? Like, these disabled yeah. people, while they're disabled, they still have money. They should pay for these fucking hand jobs. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting but, government uh, money every fucking month. What are you talking about? They don't have money. We make sure they have money. Yeah, we make sure they have services. money. They can get a But, I mean, if, if the government's cool with that, and they, like, you know, that's the loophole, like, oh, well, you know, you can get a hooker as long as she donates her time and you're disabled. Yeah, and you can donate <laughs> guess, money to her after. Yeah, as long like, you could, like, you could take her out to a separate poor. occasion. Yeah, exactly. And you can volunteer to pay her child support. Yeah, exactly. Or part of it. Part of her child's support. Just like every other guy that fucking yeah, she bangs. Because exactly. uh, so that's be- what's going on right now, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so where's the line between that, you know? Like, you know, prostitution and, and, and just donation. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because you like, can cause, totally cause donate. That's what I'm saying. Because if you, you take totally donate to t- sex, right? Could you? If, could you have? Is it illegal to pity fuck somebody? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like because at some point, like whether it's donation or not, that person's probably at some point gonna be like, here's here's a gesture like of, I'll take you out to dinner or something like that, and that's still like in a way prostitution, because you're still like paying for. You something. say all these girls on Tinder are prostitutes. No. They're all hookers. You're all hookers. You're all hookers. You're all hookers. Everybody on Tinder is a hooker. Yeah, exactly. No. I guess that's not what I'm saying. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Zach is a very well-intentioned young man. He'd never say anything about anybody. What's that old joke? I don't remember who says this. It's like, there's two things I can't stand. It's disrespecting women and bitches. Yeah, see, I guess that's our, that's that's our, where our podcast yes. is going. That's how it goes. Well, there's a reason it's called "Don't Quote Me on This." Yeah, don't quote me on this. <laughs> Getting a little off topic here, but it seems like all women are prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Add my premium. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and like I'm not saying like, that's a bad. I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. You know what I mean? It's it, it's like offering your services, and uh, that's what people want, you know? I don't know, but, like, don't you think, so, I don't know, if you ever had a daughter, you would want her to not do that, wouldn't you? I wouldn't I, want I'm my daughter to I'm not saying I'd want her to do that. That's my daughter, though. It's different. Uh, yeah, but every, they're all somebody's daughter. That's true, but it's not my daughter. It's just, like, I feel like so many people do have other contributions to life. So it's like, I wouldn't I wouldn't want everybody to do it, but I don't think it should be illegal. Yeah. Especially when porn is legal. Yeah, exactly. Which I also believe should be legal. Yeah, it should be legal. <laughs> Dude, and what about this? What if you fucked a hooker, but you were just going to put it on camera? Like, oh, no, I'll pay you 300 bucks to film it. To film and it. That's, yeah. 
And then we signed an NDA. Nobody ever sees the porn, but we did make it. We did make it. That's the loophole, dude. Yeah, because we're making a porno right now, so. We're making a porno. That's how you get around that. As long as there's someone filming. Dude, the hooker can be the production company. Yeah, exactly. So that that way they can pay. LLC. Right. (laughs) That's probably the way, dude. That's probably the, the loophole. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Now we can be hookers. Yeah, now we can be hookers. We just have to... Legally. Yeah, we just got to get them, to, you know, bring a camera, too. That makes sure people take the film. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I still have fucking thistles stuck in my fingers. Yeah. I still got... My hands kind of hurt from uh, cutting them yesterday on that wa- shed that's over the water pump down there. Water pump. Where we pumped the glorious, life-giving water from. All the water stored in fucking 15,000 gallon tanks or something. I don't know how big they are. I guess they're all like 5,000. The big ones. 2,500. 2,500. 2,500. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, the big ones down there are definitely at least 5,000, right? Yeah, I think they're 5,000 gallons. Yeah, this property is fucking huge. Do you know how many acres it is? I think it's about, like, 350. That's a lot. I was looking on that app, but uh, it makes you pay for it after, like, a month, so I can't look back on it. Yeah, I had it for a little while, too. But and download a different app and then screenshot all that shit. Yep. Yeah, so... There's all kinds of animals here, too. There's deer everywhere, turkeys, fucking bobcats, bears. There's a mountain lion that's come through before. Uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. A lot of animals. A lot of mice. Everywhere there's fucking mice. Like, I don't hate mice, but I hate these mice. I had mice as pets and shit growing up. So hate oh, did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I was wondering about that if anyone had, like, because I, I was, like, I was on the internet the other day, and it was fucking, showed me, like, a giant, like, magnetic house that this guy was building for, like, for his, his pet mouse. And I was just like, man, I, you know, I probably kill, like, at least one of those a week. Yeah. Maybe a couple more than that, but just for the sake of not exaggerating, at least one of those a week I have to stomp. Yeah, it's With sucks. my shoe and watch its brains just squirt out of it. Yep. And there's nothing so I, I can like, do about it, you fuck, know? Fuck, sorry, dude. I'm like, like, fuck, man. I didn't mean for it to go this way, you know? Yep. But you're in the weed garden. Yeah, and they're gonna eat all our shit, shit up. if we don't fucking kill them. Yeah. They already, I don't know if you've seen on the those last greenhouses we harvested, there was fucking spots where they clearly like dug under the plant and the plant just like didn't do as good. It was all fucked up on that one side. So we yeah. died. There's a lot of rot in that greenhouse too. Yeah, but exactly. they make all the tunnels and they chew through the tarps, stress the plants out with extra light that gets through. They poop everywhere. They reproduce like crazy. That's why it's cool, like, having a greenhouse dog yeah. come through and fuck up all the little the little rodents that try to fuck with your garden. It's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's nice having those little cats around that hang out, too, because it I seems like... I think they're like, gone. I, oh, you think so? I haven't seen them. 
I've seen bobcats around. I haven't seen those cats. I saw I saw one cat the first night, or the second night I was here. Bummer. Wonder how much it is to get like uh, you know just like adopt a bunch of cats. <laughs> I don't know. You know, spread them around the property. I don't know. That's too bad. They lasted a good amount of time, though, for being out here. You know, a couple months. <laughs> yeah, were those some of these feral cats? Yeah, I guess, uh... I guess the owner's buddy comes through and... Drops off feral cats here. And raccoons and stuff. And raccoons, really? Yeah, I think so. Like no raccoons shit. and stuff. So just basically just as like population control for all the fucking rodents? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It's crazy out here. Guys, it's like the wild, wild west. It's the wild, wild west. It's the wild, it's the west. All we do is walk is. around and shoot at people that are trying to come at our property <laughs> and steal our stuff. It's this every town day. ain't big enough for the two of us. That's just an average day, you know, waking <laughs> up, shooting at the tweakers, uh, and going about our day. <laughs> we wear uh, cowboy boots and stirrups. Cowboy, yep. Sometimes yeah. we have to... Uh, you know, do the old standoff in the middle of the road down there and draw. Yeah, one time I had one feller shoot right through my 100-barrel cat, 100-gallon hat. Exactly. And that's just the daily occurrence in Humboldt County. Humboldt County, land of the wild kill people, people. That's what they say. Kill people, the tweakers in town. Yeah, that's... And they just charge at you. It's like I said earlier, I had to kill three zombies this week already. And it's yeah. Like, corona times aren't helping. Especially right now, you know, it's just, it's crazy out there right now. Dead bodies lining the roads, you know. Everybody's wearing a mask. Everyone's wearing Dead a ones mask. Dead ones are wearing a mask. Like, you want to check to see if they're your friends or loved ones, but you're afraid to, because there's also zombies everywhere. Yeah, and you don't want to contract that shit. Dude, it really is the end of the world. People were saying it was the end of the world, and I didn't believe them, but then I went to town. It's the end the of the world out there. Days. It's the end of the world, dude. We're just it, uh, happy to be in here. Growing pot. Growing, we're going to be so high at the end of the world, dude. We're going to be chilling stoned while the world is burning. Yeah, well, while the world is burning, we'll be blazing in glory. Blazing in glory. I'll still be leafing during that time. Yes, we're, we have a lot of leafing to do. I feel like by the time we're done with these greenhouses, that next greenhouse is going to need to be leafed. Oh, yeah. Maybe not, actually. It's getting close. I mean, it pushed out really hard in the last, like, three days only. We'll be done with this like, today or tomorrow. Though. Yeah, that's true. We'll be done with this, like, right now. I'm done with it, like, three days ago, honestly. Yeah, me too. How many thousands of leaves do you think we pulled? You know, probably... You think we pulled a million leaves? A million yet? thousands. A probably a thousand thousand. <laughs> a thousand thousand? That's a million. Yeah, I'd say a thousand thousand, a million. You know, it would be interesting to watch them, or to like see all of the leaves at once spread out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you wonder how much weight that is. <laughs> it's fucking hundreds of pounds, dude. Oh, yeah. It's just like contractor bag after contractor bag of leaves. 
shit is crazy. These plants are happy though. If you guys ever grow weed, it's not the fantasy life that you think it is. Yeah, we're living the dream. We're someone else's dream. Yeah, and they don't even know the details of the dream. They just see this part. And they're like, oh, wow, look, what a chill job. They get to pull leaves off of fucking plants for a day or whatever. That's what they did for today. Fucking for that day. Yeah, that's what we did for the last fucking ten days. Yeah. We pulled leaves off of plants on our hands and knees in greenhouses in the sun. Oh, yeah. And it gets pretty fucking tedious, I'm not going to lie to you. And then on our days off, we work. Yeah. No days off in this world. Our days off are our days on, really. Yeah, that, those are our best days. Those are our best, best working days. days. We're like, fuck this. We're doing everything super efficient today. Yeah. We like to retail the same garden holes over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah, that's one of our fortes <laughs> on this hill. Dude, that shit fucking pisses me off so much. It's so funny. <laughs> I know it does. I am sorry. Because I just went through there and amended them once. Like right now. Yeah. But it is good because it did suck initially. It's nice to get them done and then amend them. Yeah, well, you know what I was doing too much of? Paul, when he when he showed us how to do it, he's like, yeah, and make it bigger every time you go through. So I was making it bigger every time I went through, and at some point I was like, oh, fuck that. I am not making these big. I'm not tilling more rocks into this and fighting with more rocks every single time. Yeah. Make this the hardest job possible. And so at the very end there, I was doing, like, I was just tilling the shit in real quick. Yeah. I already gone through and did most of those fucking things anyway, like four times. Yeah. How many I feel fucking you. times are we gonna till the same hole? The same hole. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Same hole. Yeah. Well, you know, all it is is good material for your future novel, future autobiography. The story of Bill. Just research for my book. Yeah, as long as you look at things objectively that you could like write a joke or a song from yeah yeah just look at everything as creative work for your <laughs> future well that's that's the idea right as long as yeah, you don't fucking burn your memory out yeah exactly which i try to do every day with weed with uh weed yeah these days and alcohol weed and alcohol weed and whiskey whiskey Dude, I, I haven't drank whiskey in so long. I think I had some of Zach's whiskey. Or, uh, I'm sorry, not Zach, Adam. Oh, yeah, the, the uh, rum, actually? Or did or he have rum? whiskey? Yeah, know. he had rum. He drinks rum. He's a rum guy. You yeah, know, I haven't had whiskey since I came out here. I have not drank in hard booze in... I don't know how long. Since last year, for sure. Sometime last year. I definitely had some this year, but I, don't, I probably had some Jack before I went on stage. Nice. That's, well, that's, I would take just a shot to get Jack loose. sometimes. Yeah, just like, yeah. yeah, like while somebody's doing the set before my set, or at the end, you know, while they're getting ready to wrap up that guy's set or introduce me or whatever's going on. Sometimes it takes longer than others, so I'll just take a shot of, shot of Jack, have it ready. Like me some Jack Daniels. It's not my favorite whiskey, but the place I go to uh, the most often, where I'm the most likely to fucking do a shot, they don't really have very many options. I like some Tullamore Dew. 
Ah, some Telemar. 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 I always was a Jameson I, guy when I drank whiskey. Oh, you like the Irish? I like the Irish stuff. It's funny because I'm mostly Scottish. I think I'd enjoy the scotch. Scotch is great. Scotch is great. I was really a tequila guy for a while, too. Yeah, tequila, tequila is yeah. a superior alcohol. It really is. But, George Clooney made but it. You want clear tequila, not gold tequila. In my opinion. What's that? Clear tequila, not gold tequila. Oh, dude, all day. All don't day. drink that gold tequila shit. I don't, I don't know what that is. Shit. Dude, like Cuervo and all that? No way. Yeah, I I'm not into it. I drink clear. Yeah. Said that for years. My mom would always get real drunk on Jose Cuervo. And, it's uh, gross, dude. It just makes me puke. Like, first shot in, I am sick. It tastes like I don't believe it's hot sauce or something. Well, yeah, and I don't think it's actually agave either. Like... I don't think they actually use like I don't think it's technically tequila, right? Like I don't fucking know, dude. But it's mm, gross. I don't drink that. Gross. I mostly stick to beer. I'll do a shot of tequila sometimes if I'm if I'm feeling feeling randy. Yeah, if I'm feeling wild. If, if Billy's feeling, feeling randy. Yeah. Oh, man, name of the week: Billy's feeling randy. Billy's feeling randy. <laughs> And I need a guy We're named a Randy. pop band. <laughs> yeah, I need a guy named Randy to be the fucking front man. And then I won't even actually be part of the band. I'll just, like, sponsor it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was really feeling this guy's music, so I thought I'd, thought I'd sponsor him. But I had Dude. to take over the name. Billy. I don't know why I'm Australian. Randy. I own the Swedish, yeah, no. Swedish fucking band. Yeah, well, when you're a Swedish band, you're usually Australian, right? That's yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Are bands like football teams now where you can like own the band from outside the band? Uh, Michael Jackson owns the Beatles, or well, owned the Beatles, I guess. Wow. So, yes. You can buy the uh, like rights to people's music. I'm not exactly sure how the whole Michael Jackson owning the Beatles thing went down. You probably That'd be just interesting fucked to all of them research or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got them young, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Michael Jackson didn't do it though. I'm a firm believer that Michael Jackson is innocent because he. You made... don't think he did that shit? Well, he made Thriller. You know what I mean? Man, you know, a lot of people have said that. <laughs> I'm starting to doubt that he even made that. He, are you sure? You can't make that if you're fucking kids, dude. There's no way those two things collide. Just in the same mind. Well, do you think he wrote Thriller though? I mean, he was kind of like. The performer? Yeah, I feel like Michael Jackson probably didn't. You know, write those lyrics. Blasphemy. 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 Yeah, I just went two steps backward after defending Michael Jackson's uh, uh, whole like, kid like, rape no, thing. No, no, I'm like, well, he probably kids. didn't write his own music. He didn't make those kids or write his own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually wasn't even that great. He could just sing a little bit. Well, he probably fucked those kids, you know. He did. Dude, did you see Leaving <laughs> Neverland? I know, I didn't watch it. Okay, so I, I, I watched it. Okay. I don't think I watched the whole thing, but I watched like two thirds, three quarters. There's like it's like a two parter. Oh yeah, so yeah. No, the, we were t- we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember first, now. Oh, okay. I, I didn't see it, but I believe one of those kids, and I kind of don't. Something makes me not want to believe the other kid. But one of those kids, I'm like, oh no, this is like this seems like a kid who fucking got molested and like had to give blowjobs to a grown man. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked like, up. Just, yeah. 
seems not correct. But do you think the kid was stoked because Michael Jackson made Thriller? At the time. At the time. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he was saying he was in love with him, dude. Oh, yeah? He was like, I was in love with Michael. That's pretty but, interesting. But it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's I mean, that's what happens it's... when kids are, like, programmed like that from early well, age. Well, that's confusing, what... confusing, you Dude, know? Michael Jackson, I guess, would be like, oh, this is what love is. And we're like, we're gonna get our penises out. Like, that, and, dude, fucking very weird. That's pretty weird. Very weird shit. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't defend Michael Jackson. Hey, you can defend him, man. at the same time, the guy did did make Thriller, you know? Thriller Thriller is great. I'm not going to say Thriller was bad. I'm not going to say he didn't make it. But, like, I think he also did the other shit. Yeah, that's true. And that's the thing is, I guess for me, the reason why I say that is I like to separate... You know, people's personal lives from their art. Because... Because my personal life is pretty fucked well, up. Well, yeah. But my my music yeah. is beautiful. I'd say, it's you know, beautiful. if everyone, you know, if they looked into my life once I got famous, they're like, wow, this dude does this. And it's like, well, I mean, I'm not saying I fuck kids or anything, but I like, it's not that bad. But you got to think when you're put on that pedestal like that, you know, like, I feel like you're like expected to be a good person as well, you know? Man. Like, you're, like, held to some sort of standard by society, or, like, like they want you to. I think, but people want you to be a good person even if you're not, don't they? They don't yeah, want you to true. fucking molest kids if you're not a superstar. Well, yeah. Like, that's yeah, true. well, he wasn't Michael Jackson, so we'll, yeah, let, him, we'll yeah. let him slide. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess you're not going to support that person in, like, your workplace after that. It just doesn't become controversial. Yeah. That's true. I don't know, man. Mike Jackson was a very strange character. Very strange. There's a guy out there, fucking comedian, who does great impressions of him. He's a guy that just does great impressions, but he does a really funny Michael Jackson. His name's Kyle Dunnigan. Kyle Dunnigan. Yep. He imitates a child rapist. <laughs> yeah, he's a terrible person, but uh, hilarious. That's fucked, man. Hilarious, man. Yeah, you, you know, can, what's you that can to imitate... say about this guy imitating him? He's so talented, he can imitate anyone in the world, and he chose to imitate a child fucking rapist. Yeah, dude. exactly. That's They're even like, worse. I feel like that's worse than the child rapist. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean? this guy's supporting child rapist. He's giving that. him a platform, he's dude. We should cancel platform. Kyle Dunnigan. Cancel Kyle Dunnigan. Hashtag cancel Kyle Dunnigan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, yeah. Man, that guy. Fuck that guy, dude. Fuck that guy. Fuck his family, dude. I hope his dad loses his job to COVID. Yeah. And his his parents have to pay steep, steep medical bills for his fucking ICU recovery. This is is where, you know, this is our our podcast. We we start beefs with other comedians (laughs) now. This is our platform to do it, man. This is how you get on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I hope I hope when his mom dies of the COVID, I hope his dad is laden with fucking medical bills that his dad can never pay, and then he just dies massively in debt, and then Kyle inherits that debt. Oh, jeez. Yep, and then Kyle. no matter how many jokes he does, or how many impressions he does of terrible people giving their voices platforms, he can never pay off his dad's debt to the medical pharmaceutical companies, the evil pharmaceutical companies of America... Who are just in it for Wall Street. 
We're getting really deep and dark on Kyle Dunnigan right now. Yeah, man. Fuck that guy. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> you want to grow some weed today? Yeah, exactly. Hashtag fuck Kyle Dunnigan. It would be hilarious to just launch a fucking massive hate campaign on Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah, exactly. No Is way. he pretty famous or what? I think he's pretty well done, well known. He's well more well known than us, so that's oh, how you for get sure. on, right? For, yeah, dude, just hate somebody. That's just, the way. That's the platform these days. That's the like, platform these that's days. That's how you get known. You, you know? get notoriety by hating somebody else and we taking already... away their notoriety, banishing them. Oh, exactly. Every person banished from the public sphere is somebody you can replace. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to be smart about it, you get you replace them as somebody who's a replacer. Like I can banish people because then there's always room for you. Yeah, exactly. Until somebody else banishes you. That's why we've already started it with uh, calling all women prostitutes. Yep. That's a good platform to yep. get um, some listeners. Yep. You know, because once you say something outrageous these days, you know, then people listen. They want to check it out. Yeah. Even if, it, you they know, because all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So the internet, you know, BuzzFeed News is like, hey, these guys are posting this podcast. They're calling all women hookers and... They say fuck Kyle Dunnigan. Oh you yeah, know? Man. and they they're they're really digging into this guy. <laughs> oh dude, that's that's enough for the FBI to fucking come raid our houses and probably kill us in our sleep. You think so? Oh, saying something like fuck Kyle Dunnigan, dude. That's like words are actual violence. Yeah, yeah. You you went pretty it's in on that one, but you didn't say any like direct threats that were coming from you. You just said that you hope that they contract the disease. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. Yeah, I said that. I'm going to stand by right, I guess that could launch the fly. I mean, that's what happened to Joe Exotic, right? He got COVID? Well, no. He was just talking a lot of shit about Carol Baskins, and then look what happened to him. Oh, totally. Yeah, they so you're saying they would end up in jail and also be a gay meth head. Uh, yeah. That's what happens when you uh, out, out somebody too much and get an FBI investigation launched on you. Tigers are only two grand. Are you threatening me? Tigers are only two grand. I feel like you're threatening me. Tigers are only two grand. <laughs> I definitely couldn't afford that. Definitely didn't buy a tiger while I was out here in California. Yep. Dude, can you imagine if I came home, like if I went home, and I just brought home a tiger? Billy Exotic. Dude, my fucking girlfriend would be so pissed. You don't think she'd like it? She would love it, but she would also hate it. But she'd get used to the tiger eventually. You've seen Tiger King? Have you seen that guy Jeff Lowe who's like a little bit of pussy? Get you know, you a lot of pussy. I haven't <laughs> I haven't watched it all the way through. I watched it those couple times at your house. But I do know the gist of it or whatever. The whole Carol Baskin thing. Carol Baskin killed her husband? Yeah, do you think she did it? Oh yeah. Dude, she walks around like a girl. Or like a fucking woman who killed her husband. The, just the way she carries herself. She carries herself like somebody who got away with murder and like loves herself for it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to watch it more to get more in depth on this conversation. Of Carol Baskin being Carol Baskin, dude. She's crazy. It's like you thought you knew what a crazy cat lady was. Like, no, no, no. That's a crazy cat lady. That's a crazy fucking... She took it to the next level. She, she took was it. like, you know what? I love cats, but I love exotic fucking cats. <laughs> yeah, she took it further than anyone else. Because, especially, like, with her whole... Kid, dude, she was, like, the sneakiest one out of all of them. Because they're all doing the same thing. But she had this campaign 
where she would be like, she would tell people like, oh no, no, like we're the only ones that actually take good care of our cats. Everybody else is abusing these cats. And, and like in actuality, she was probably not taking that good care of the cats either. Like, yeah, everybody's kind of doing what they can to take care of these massive cats. They all have way too many of these fucking cats. Nobody can take care of these cats properly without like a massive staff. It's like her and her husband. And every yeah. three weeks, she gets like a group of volunteers together. And they all, she doesn't pay any of them. And they all fucking handle the, th- the fucking cats. But then she says that the people over there shouldn't be handling the cats and the general public shouldn't be around them. But she has the general public volunteer to be right, around yeah, them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the same thing with the fucking prostitution thing we were talking about earlier. Like, how does this fucking woman, how does she get through the loophole of saying, well, it's illegal for you to have these zoos or these, these you know, tourist things where the public comes through and just handles the cats, but, like, she has people volunteer and somehow that makes it legal just because there's like a piece of paper or something like I don't I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Maybe there's a piece of paper. There's probably like a release waiver or something at Joe Exotic's place. But you know, I don't know. But she just was like she was claimed the moral high ground. She's doing the exact same shit and she walked around like this fucking creepy, creepy lady, dude. I would never oh man, if I saw her in person I would probably run. Yeah, I do not say that about a lot of people. It'd be like, oh no, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, you know, I gotta run from Carol. Carol Baskin. She's got crazy, like, frog eyes. Stuff nightmares are made of. Fucking A. Fucking A, right, dude? Oh boy. Hey, only like 250 more plants to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're getting there, man. We're getting there, We're dude. We're getting there slowly. How many plants in this greenhouse? Uh, probably about 240. Total? Um, plus a little more because we like staggered in a bunch of those. There's nine across instead of six across. Yeah. So six across, that greenhouse up there is 80 feet, but it's only six plants across. It's every two feet. Oh, yeah. So it's 240. Oh, yeah. Huh? So it would be, yeah, so it would be 150% of that. Yeah. So 360 so plants. Nine times 40, right? Yeah, 360, 360 plants. plants yeah. 300 and, I see weed all around me. 360 plants. They're on fire to the nth degree. 360 degrees of plants. That's on true. Fire. 360, 360 plants. 360 degrees. Surrounded by weed. It's happening. It's happening right now, dude. We're, we're under attack. Should go dump some of these buckets. Yeah, go dump your buckets. You dump a bucket, man. Leaf buckets. See, there might be a couple more down here. It's fucking... You gotta pull the, the little leaves. Or not the little leaves. You gotta pull the big leaves off of the plants so the little leaves on the inside of the plant get enough light. Otherwise, your fucking plants die or the inside leaves rot and you don't get good amount of crops. You know? Your crop being bud, marijuana, the devil's lettuce. Mm. <laughs> Harvesting the devil's lettuce. These are like, these are the real lettuce leaves. Yeah. Ryan was saying that we could, uh, that we could eat these leaves. They're very nutritious. Yeah, I'd eat them if you didn't like cram yeah, right. <laughs> we do spray them with poop. That's how you fertilize them. With shit. Different so, kinds of poo. That stuff smells so gross. It smells pooey, man. 
does smell pooey. Smells like every kind of shit that you could imagine. A lot of shit. So when are you going on tour? Right after the COVID and is that your plan, right? Yep. Are you gonna stay? What if that's before the season's over here? Mm. I don't know, man. You think you'll actually go hard at the music thing after this? Hmm. Probably not. No. You gotta really want it to be able to go into a random town and try to find music. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta start calling ahead, plan, planning a, a road map, like calling ahead, finding some people like, hey, I wanna be in town in like three months, wanna drive through. Yeah. If I, can... I have to have a hard time planning stuff. Yeah, you're like more of a seat of the pants kind of a guy? Mm hmm. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Which I'm okay with. I usually do a pretty good job. You almost need like a booker or an agent or something, somebody who knows people and has like a email list of mm -hmm. places or something, you know, I don't know how that works. I think just exactly like that. Yeah. About, I guess it's not too hard to figure out like different venues across the country that would fit what you're doing, you know? Well, it's just like time and research. Mm -hmm. you, have to, like, you have to Google all the places, which is nice that we have Google. But then you have to call them all and speculate on a date you might be through and like try to remember the guy's name and whatever it is. And, or whoever you talk to, guy or girl or non-binary person. <laughs> Fucking transgendered, gender-neutral person. Mm -hmm. uh, but you got to remember their name and like have a conversation worth them booking you, you know, because just because you call them up doesn't mean they're going to book you, like, you right, talk, exactly. you know, so it's like, it's some work, it's, you know, you got to, it's some work, you got to put some time into it, like, hey, what's going on, yeah, my name's Zach Dobbs, I'm fucking tra traveling, I play guitar right and now. shit, dude, I play guitar and shit, and I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm going across the country, I'm driving around, playing a bunch of stuff, I don't know if you'd be interested in me having me by at some point, you just got to send them uh, a demo, a little demo, yep, and a dick pic attached. Yep. DP attachment, if you will. That's what we call it in the industry. Double penetration. DP, yeah, the double pen, yeah. Yeah. You have to let them get in there. You really gotta let them get in there. And, and, listen, don't hold back. Yeah, and when you're booking that small town gig in Bozeman, Montana, you know... Just give a little extra. You're going to want a place to stay. You're going to want night. a place to stay. You're going to want to give out a free handy, you know, a handy angel. Yeah, be a hand angel. Be a hand angel. Give your booker a hand job. Hopefully he pays you. Well, that's the thing, though. The hand angels don't get paid. No, no, no. That's the thing about touring around the country as, like, a musician or, like, a low-level musician it's like you're not getting paid so you have to like save up money before doing that for the most part yeah it's uh that's definitely a part of it yeah you gotta be financially responsible or have some way fucking some way of making some money on the road like at least a little bit of merch or something my yeah. my buddy does a he has like a traveling bookstore they make enough to eat, you know, and drive. They don't make any extra. But people buy books just because they're like, wow, you guys just drive across, drive around the country? 
like buying cool books and selling cool books and reading these books and fucking living out of your van and stuff. That's what they do. That's what they fucking well, do. Pretty dude. fucking cool. It's pretty cool. You know, they're a traveling that. library. Yeah. They do it until their van breaks and they can't afford to fix it, and then they stay there for a while, get jobs, fucking really save up money. Yeah, dude. Wow. That's pretty cool. So what do they do it for? They, they, that's just their life right now? That's their thing. I think there's some non-profit they donate some of their stuff to, but depending on how much money they make, um, you know, they also, first they're paying their bills. They're like, they're like just keeping the bookstore going. I think their friend was doing it and died or something. I don't know. I could be getting all of this horribly wrong, too. Interesting. Though. You know, I'm just going to yeah. cruise around the country and uh slang some books yeah i mean you know that's pretty amazing if they can keep their shit going just off of that though it's something i guess it you know this kid sam who does it he's like he really likes people he's like yeah no people are great man you go anywhere and people will fucking buy the books even if they're not interested in the books be like oh here's some money you know it's like people are happy to help them out just the the idea that they're bringing, you know, they're they're basically road hippies, dude. But yeah. the idea that they're bringing something around to yeah, contribute in books, and it's like they usually try to pick interesting ones. You know, that's better than most people are doing for sure. Than bands, I mean, that are like just doing that to do that. And they're kind of hobos, you know. Yeah, but, but at least really. they're contributing something to society a little, you know, and in this in the form of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that they're spreading. And they have, like, they have, you know, they have some mechanical skills and stuff. Like, they take care of their shit for the most part. It's the impression I get. I never traveled with them. Maybe that's what we do after this is all over, man. We go on a book tour. Dude, in the apocalypse Traveling times. Traveling library. In the apocalypse times, that's, like, one of the most valuable businesses you could have. Yeah, exactly. It's firewood and knowledge. Yeah. Was that book Fahrenheit 451? Yeah, that one burns at a very high temperature. <laughs> if I was going to burn books, I would start with that one. It just sounds like it would get the fire going really well. You didn't read that when you were in like junior high ever? No. It's Fahrenheit 451 where they They're like ban books reading. and ban knowledge or whatever. You during... can't know that. What's that? You're not allowed to know that. You can't know that. What? I know that you know that, but you're not allowed to know that. So we're going to erase all the books that say that's true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't know that. Yeah, exactly. Not That's not true, but you can't know that. You're not allowed to know that. Such a fucking weird thing. Yeah, so those traveling hippies would be like fucking, you know, like, missionaries and shit. They're like counter-movement. Yeah, they're heroes. They're heroes. In those times. Is that, do they have those in that book? They no, they don't. They don't have the books. traveling hippie selling books. But there's like the main character, I believe, like has a stash of books, and it's like you know, I I, I can't remember the circumstances of it. But I remember the gist of it being that books are banned and all knowledge is banned. All knowledge is banned. Yep, you can't read about shit. How is all knowledge banned? They're like you know, how, but like knowing that knowing what the rules are is knowledge. Yeah, I guess. Well. Yeah, I don't know how they make that distinction in that. I'd have to reread the book. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you have to read the instructions on what to live like, right? Yeah. Was that, was that George Orwell? No, he did 1984. No, that's 1984. This is like... Ray Bradbury. Okay. That's who it is. Bradbury. Bradbury. I've never read any of his books, I don't think. Bradbury? Yeah. Bradbury. 
Sounds like a fuck you'd make a Ray out of. Bradbury. Hashtag fuck Brad ba- Ray yeah, Bradbury. Fuck that fuck guy. That dude. Book. He's giving ideas to giving ideas. totalitarian governments that already have too much power. Fuck that shit. He's giving people ideas. He's giving or wait, was that 1984 that they banned the books? Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't of? know, man. You oh, don't have fuck. A lot of them. I think they're both. I think they're both. They're both about Orwellian banning knowledge. Yeah, they're and both. Kafka-esque. Kafka-esque, man. <laughs> Zach's Kafka-esque favorite word. Kafka-esque. Kafkaesquian. Kafkaquestrian. Yeah. <laughs> They're both kaka-esque. There goes kaka-kaka-kaka-kaka. Kaka-esque. Kaka-esque. They're both shitty books. Wow, I mean, they're both shitty books. books. <laughs> so I'd, say they're, I'd say they're kaka-esque. Ah, uh, kaka-esque. <laughs> oh, man. What, what are some of the best books you read? Ah, uh, man. I'd recommend to the world books to read. Recommend to the world. To the world, dude. There's millions of people listening to millions this. Millions of people listening. Well, I like the. I have a tattoo on myself, on my lower leg, that says Warrior because I really liked, as a teenager, the book uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman, which mm. is a book about a gymnast that, like, finds enlightenment through. A guru that works the night shift at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dope. Yeah. It sounds like a great book. So I like that one. And The Hobbit. That's just something that everyone should read. Just yeah. across the board. You know, I haven't read... I don't... I've, I haven't read all of The Lord of the Rings, I can't say, but I've read The Hobbit over and over again throughout my life. Dude, it's so good. I fucking love that book. I'm actually just starting to read it again because uh, I have the series, and I was going to work through the whole Lord of the Rings now because I've never read the rest of them. And I think The Lord of the Rings right now is a very good book to read and kind of parallels a lot of things that are going on in the corona times right right and there is one speaking. there is that one hobbit who's making his way across fucking the land to mordor right now to put that ring in the fires of mount doom so that we can all be safe, safe from, from coronavirus yeah, exactly that is happening there are a lot of parallels there's there, a lot right? of parallels man uh dude the, the, i agree with you about the hobbit people reading the hobbit that's like that's like a true epic but it's like an epic like in a fantasy form yeah it's like exactly. the odyssey it's, it's but so of bilbo baggins oh it's so good what is the what is the definition of an epic? It's like a long tale where it's like a man so starts the journey as some something is a hero. leaves for a long time yeah. as a hero. With a tragic comes, fall. Yep. Comes back with a with a with a huge tale of redemption. And he comes back and his shit's not the same. Yeah. Looks at the world like he's a different person. probably botched the definition of an epic but that's okay don't quote me on this don't quote me on this i love that man i love that's you know I, i'm still not over that that name don't quote me on this still have, yeah i'm still not like i'm so satisfied with that's it. very satisfying because i'm gonna say a lot of ignorant things during this time that's um, what it's for you know what i mean these are just, these are just two you know it's like trump said this is locker room talk except this is greenhouse talk it's greenhouse talk greenhouse yeah. talk you know you know what greenhouse gases smell like oh gosh Yep. You know, all it is is just farting underneath the hot tarp all day. <laughs> That's what the plants like, though. 
<laughs> Man, I do it for the plants. I do it for the plants. I don't do this for anyone else. Yeah, no, I, I definitely sure... don't do it for you. I definitely don't do it for my own bowel movements, dude. I mean, think about it. I have the fucking worst shits out here half the time. That's why I started taking that fiber stuff. Oh, exactly. So we have a, the hill truck, we call it. The truck that doesn't have any registration or anything. It just stays on the farm that we all use. Yeah, it's, it's a Nissan truck. Frontier. Shout out it's to a, Nissan. It's a, you know, it's a good truck. And it's a small cab. So Bill comes down to do some laundry at my house because we have a washing machine there. Picks me up. I get in the Nissan. And... Just almost start puking and jump straight out of it, out of the cab while it's moving, and jump straight into the pickup and gag myself up the hill while Bill drives. I literally farted so bad that this kid fucking climbed out the window of a moving truck. Yep, climbed it out. Into the bed of the truck, like while we're driving up a dirt road on the side of the mountain. Now there was a r- lumber rack on the truck, so you can picture me grabbing onto the bars of the truck and don't, hoisting don't myself up. Story. It sounds it. so much more badass if you actually just like climbed out, dude. It's just like, climbed out. Let's say I was driving a train. Alright, let's exaggerate so, this yeah, story. I was, I was on a train. I was, I was on the train. The, I was the engineer of the train and Zach yeah. was a passenger. Yeah. And he was talking to a very beautiful woman in the back the back, uh, back cab. That was the very front cab or the car, car that's what they're called yeah yeah and i farted and and the gas made its way slowly back and all the passengers were jumping out like diving out the windows of the train uh and zach very heroically pulled him and his lady friend is your girlfriend i believe yeah out of this hopefully hopefully <laughs> if not you're in trouble dude yeah uh everybody's listening to this like yeah, i said exactly yeah and then they climbed on the roof of the the train to safety uh, while those noxious fumes, those, the, the chemical warfare eased up inside the train and then climbed back inside the train, had to train themselves while I steered them to safety. So really, Bill was the hero. In this I was party. actually the hero. <laughs> and he did cause the problem, but that's what they call an epic hero. Dude, I was thinking something. Okay, so I, I read this story the other day, the story about... Um, kid Duncan Lemp, 21-year-old kid. Did I tell you this yesterday? Yeah, no. Duncan Lemp was this kid. Duncan Lemp. Yeah, shout out to Duncan. He's dead. Uh, he... Dead Duncan. The police received an anonymous tip that he had a firearm he wasn't supposed to have at the very beginning of this year. And he, um... So he was there with the fucking... With his girlfriend in bed. The anonymous tip that he had. They didn't don't have any evidence or anything. He's there with his girlfriend in bed. It's 4.30 in the morning. The police have a no-knock warrant. Like a warrant for them to knock. Or to not knock on a fucking, on a door. Okay. And raid his house. Okay. So they knock on his door. Announce themselves. This is the police story. They knock on the door. Announce themselves as the police. Come in. Duncan Lemp in the middle of the night goes for his gun. Uh... And they shoot him dead. And that's the police story, right? Yeah. Now, his story... And this off an anonymous tip that he had a weapon that he wasn't supposed to have. Yeah. Now, his fucking girlfriend's story and his parents' story is that they shot through the window. They shot him... And then they threw flashbangs in. They did throw flashbangs in to the house. His girlfriend's pregnant. Oh, fuck. Yep. Threw flashbangs into the house. And then came in and uh, handcuffed the girlfriend, the parents... Ransacked the house, 
fuck. And then left him there to bleed out. After they shot him, they didn't call an ambulance or check up on him. They just, like, handcuffed everybody else and ended this. So, going back to what we were just talking about, I feel like this story, so it, it's fucked up. They can, they don't, listen, uh, uh, they have a, a warrant for a no-knock raid based yeah. on an anonymous tip. Yeah. They're all wearing body cams. They're supposed to release the body cam footage. Oh, they uh, after 30 that. days, yeah. but they haven't. It's been like, I think it's been almost a month and a half or almost two months or something since the shooting. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to release that. They, they won't release the body cam footage of the police. You know, and they're saying he threatened, that he confronted them. Well, yeah, I would confront somebody who came into my house with guns in the middle of the night. Yeah, you're confused. It's like, you know, you wake up, your instincts kick in, too. Oh, totally. So... So, uh, anyway. And his ladies there, too. You know, you're trying to protect your shit. I have this theory, though, that this is just, like, cops. You know, there's firefighters who fucking start fires when they're bored to go have a fire to fight? Yeah. I feel like that's what that was. That's fucked. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. His last tweet was, the Constitution is dead. Huh. Interesting. I guess the police say that his house was, or his door, his bedroom door was booby trapped. I guess the girlfriend was like, "Oh, don't wait, it's booby trapped." Or someone they, they after they had shot through the window. This is her story. After they had shot through the window and fucking shot him and thrown flashbangs into the fucking house, <clears throat> they tried to come in and then she told them not to come through the door. It was booby trapped like a, a shotgun shell, which was a blank. But uh, so then they they disarmed that. She disarmed that or whatever, and fucking. They come in, and they fucking don't even, like, check to see if he's okay or call an ambulance or give him any, like, medical attention or whatever. Just raid the house. But they're like, oh, yeah, well, of course we shot him. It was booby-trapped. They're, they're using all these things as justification. But it's like, they're like, well, he clearly has one to hide. It was, or why would his house be booby-trapped? It's like, maybe because he feared, like, home invasion in the middle of the Yeah, night. You know like, like, some like, people have fuck? real fears. Yeah, especially with, like, a pregnant girlfriend and, you know, you being a skeptical of the state. Now, I don't know. They say that he was not legally supposed to be allowed to own firearms until he was 30. But his lawyers say there's no evidence of that. Yeah. They only got a lawyer. So we'll see what happens here, but that's all hushed up by the corona. Interesting. Yep. Duncan Lemp. Don't let that murder be overlooked. Fuck, man. So here's the question. Was the kid black? No. White oh, kid. Oh, wow. Fuck. 21-year-old software developer, dude. What the fuck? Lived with his parents. His brother also lived there. He, his girlfriend, I guess, stayed there. Fuck, man, that's rough. She was pregnant. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. This is America. This is America. Yeah, you know, that's why... I don't mind living on the, the weed farm and being removed from all that stuff going on right now because, you know, the world's crazy. There's bodies lining the streets in Garberville and Redway. Dude, so many zombies. So, so many zombies that... I'm just grateful to be out here and only have to shoot a couple tweakers in the morning that are trying to <laughs> yeah. ravage our garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tweakers are just going hard for the vegetables now. Oh, man. Just like no other. As soon as those tomatoes pop up, you got to be out there ready, sleeping yeah. out there. Some people sit on their roofs with a shotgun or a rifle waiting for coyotes. We wait for tweakers. The tweakers at the top of the mountain. Tweaker Top Mountain, dude. Yeah, they used to be scared to come up here, but now everyone's, you know, <laughs> Well, they're feral the at this point. They're feral. Feral, rabid tweakers <laughs> of Redway and Garberville. Man, I love it out here, though. 
no amount of fucking zombies or apocalypse can change that for me. Exactly. You wake up, the views are still the same. Yep. It hasn't changed, PJ. Dude, until fucking greenhouse gases take over the planet, they won't. They won't. They won't do it, man. It'll be more beautiful in an ice age anyway. We'll still be growing pot. Bring on the fucking global cooler. We'll still be growing pot, and the pot will still be growing itself. Yeah, man, that's my favorite thing about this job, is it kind of does itself. We just do all the peripheral work. Yeah. Like, I've never actually grown a plant. Yeah, just, I can't like, say put that. stuff on a plant for it to grow. Pulled shit off of a plant for it to grow. Yeah. I've licked a lot of pot plants. I think that helps them. Licking them? Yeah, especially if you're lonely. Yeah, especially if you're lonely. Throw some googly eyes on the plant. Get to town. Yep. Let's not literally get to town. So do you want to talk Corona? Do you want to talk uh, more about our, our theories on Corona? Yeah. I know we've gone over it a bunch of times. We've like, gone over it a couple of times. Just, but, but like... But for the people. Well, yeah, what do you think about the virus, Zachary? Well, right now I'm just under the impression that um, the coronavirus isn't actually the threat. I don't know what the threat is or what they're shaping it out to be. I think the threat is just mainly instilling fear in the masses. Um, that's the real threat that's to That's the to real us. threat to us right now. Yeah, is our own fear. I can agree with that. And uh, I think... Especially fear of each other. Fear of each other. So the social distancing thing and like taking that way crazy like for example that guy that was like strangled those like couple girls or whatever because they weren't staying six oh, feet dude, apart i think we were talking about that yeah that's it's crazy so that's just like you know it's instilling this like weird anger and fear in people and the like masses are like i believe soon gonna like you know really protest against that or go crazy and then the people who don't want to protest it are gonna go crazy against the people protesting it. That's beginning we'll already. Happens. Yeah, that's beginning already. I guess we're just kind of removed from it out here, so I'm not incredibly aware of it. Man, and it, what's weird to me is the people who are who are totally pro lockdown. They're like, they're saying like, oh, you're you're gonna sacrifice lives for Wall Street. And it's like, man, like my friends own a bar. They're not Wall Street. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, their livelihoods are going down the drain right now. Like, they, you know, are people going to come back to their restaurant? Yeah. You know, are they fucking, can they pay their, their bills for their restaurant and for their regular bills, like, while this, like, continues to go on? What's the, what's the fucking, what is the line here for, for what is acceptable as a trade-off? And they're like, well, one life is too many. Yeah. One life, have you seen that shit? One life is too many? Uh-uh. We're already past, I think, 50,000 deaths in the yeah. U.S. Well, that's what so, I was saying so to my dad. if one life is too many, like, what are we going to, what are we going to, I'm not saying, like, <clears throat> I'm not saying fuck everybody and open up the fucking economy no matter what happens. I'm saying, like, let people assess their own risk and go out if they want to. I'm not saying stop delivery services and say, you know, make companies only serve people in person because there's a lot of companies who are only serving people in person who are now only doing delivery we don't have right. to stop those services we don't have to stop people from being able to be alone but we need to need to do need to allow people to work to be productive members of society and like i don't people are people are saying online like oh 
if you only value being productive or whatever, you don't value human life, you just value making dollars, the, the bottom line dollar for fucking corporate interests. And it's like, man, again, people who work like at a bar, like a small town bar or at a small town grocery store or at the fucking mart on the corner, the convenience store, like those they don't fit into that category. Yeah, they're not. It's not corporate interests. Those they happen to be business owners, but that doesn't even make them rich or fucking wealthy or. Even like super well to do. Some people are barely getting by with their business. Like so many businesses go out of. How many small businesses go out of business in the first year because they can't keep up expenses? Right. Exactly. It's like most of them. Most of them. They say most of them. I think. Yeah. So that's what I was saying to my dad too. He's like, "Well, there's already been 200 deaths in Hennepin County alone." I'm like, "That's not that many people. Like 200 deaths in Hennepin County in the last two months. That doesn't like." That doesn't that, add anything to the hospitals, you know, like, that's, well, that's that still an deaths, average amount of people dying, you know what I mean? Is that deaths of coronavirus or deaths yeah, with they're coronavirus? Saying. They're saying deaths of coronavirus. How do they distinguish? If all these I don't people think have severe underlying conditions, they're not all, but almost, like, the, the vast overwhelming majority have underwhelming, condi- uh, underwhelming have uh, underlying conditions. Yeah, so it's not they're dying from coronavirus, It's di- they're dying from complications due to getting coronavirus while having a pre-existing uh, condition that happened. Yeah, and they say what, you get this pneumonia, right? You get pneumonia, and it's like, um, it's not regular pneumonia. Normally there's like, I think it's viral pneumonia uh, or bacterial pneumonia. There are two different things. One, you can fight with antibiotics, and one, I don't think you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the bacterial pneumonia you can fight with antibiotics, but then this one I guess is like a different kind of pneumonia, and it's it's caused they call it like a by a cytokine storm, hmm. which the cytokines I guess is your immune system. I think it's like pus, dude. I think your fucking lungs fill up with pus. It's like hmm. an infection, and so the cytokine storm is like your immune system attacking your lungs. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and so it floods them. It's pretty gross. So there's like not mucus. It's not fucking bacteria, it's fucking... An infection. Pus. Yeah. But I could be wrong. It could not be exactly that. Well, then I feel like every that. day they're saying it's something different, you know? Oh, you can get pink eye from it. <laughs> like, Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Toe that pain. That was like, what the fuck? Like, toe pain now associated with coronavirus. Like, yeah. you're just listing something that somebody else had. Like, that guy stubbed his toe before he came to the hospital. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, I just feel like it's, like, everything... The way I feel about it is, like, it's a stretch, and they're reaching for the fear. They're not... Like, everything that you see... Like, for example, the statistics that you say. If you Google, like, corona deaths or, like, corona statistics, they have, like, the whole grid, and it says, total cases, total recovered, total deaths. And total recovery is, like, most of the time not accounted for at all, or it's a very low number, like 200. Well, because the spread is exponential? Right. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, that. that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, they can't possibly account for these things, so therefore it's, like, just, like, super misleading data. And I feel like in that they're just, like, using it to askew the numbers to make it look like more cases are dying than actually are well, happening. Well, so that's definitely, that's definitely a factor. So here's the deal. Uh, they are never counting... And probably because they don't, nobody feels qualified to speculate on this number, but it's a hugely important number. They're not speculating or counting the number of cases that have no symptoms. The people who just don't, who are, are unconfirmed cases. So whether they're asymptomatic yeah. or whether they had some symptoms and they didn't go to the doctor, like they had a cold or a sniffle, they didn't go to the doctor. 
those people are not being accounted for. And fucking, that's probably a huge number. Somewhere they did a, a study recently, it's a big study, and they were speculating that 50 to 85% of people, or it's, I'm sorry, it's 50 to 85% more prevalent. Or 80, maybe it was 50 to 85 times more prevalent. <coughs> but basically, if we think that, you know, if we think that fucking 200,000 people have it, actually 50 times that many people have it. Right. Which means that the death rate is 50 times as low. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's that. Because, so there is that, yeah. Because th- some people will say, like, oh, but that's not counting the people who had it who died who didn't get tested. And it's like, yeah, but the death rate overall isn't so much more that we can't handle all the people dying at all. Like, it's not like there's actually bodies lying in the street. Yeah, exactly. Like, we can say that shit, but... I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's a nasty virus. I think it probably exists. I think it's fucking being used as a power grab and to usher in fucking all sorts of crazy government programs and special interest spending and... I agree. Corporate welfare and then it's going to put more people on welfare. Because what is... Dude, here's my thing with... Okay, so everybody's yelling about UBI, universal basic income. Here's my thing with this, is like, A, if it's actually universal basic income, then we're giving it to everybody whether they need it or not, right? That's universal? Yes. So if we're, and, and does that seem necessarily, should we give uh, Bill Gates $2,000 a month? Yeah, yeah. Should we? No. We shouldn't? Why I not? I guess not. I guess not. not. Well, and it's like, you know, universal basic income is like, is that. So then like, okay, if, it's, if we shouldn't give money to Bill Gates, then it's not really universal basic income. It's just some expansion of welfare. Yeah. Right? Well, if you don't make enough money, then we'll give you this much. So, like, what is the... First off, where is the line? What is the underpinning philosophy of that? Like, how do we determine, like, what's enough money and what's not enough money to qualify for a universal program? And then secondly, where is it all going to come from? Because when people say we're going to tax the millionaires and billionaires and they'll just have to pay a little bit more and we'll all have whatever we need, that math does not add up. When you add up all the billionaires in the U.S., it's like, I don't even think their total wealth adds up to a trillion dollars. Right. The U.S. government spends, spends I think, fucking five trillion dollars per year. Or three, maybe it's three and a half trillion dollars per year. And this year it's going to spend like twelve trillion dollars per year on stimulus packages. But before this whole mess. So, but the idea that you could just tax them a little bit and then you'd have trillions of extra dollars, like, that, that math doesn't add up. Yeah. Also, those people employ more than anybody else. And, like, when they have, when you look at their net worth, let's say Jeff Bezos is worth, like, I don't know, like $150 billion. Um, that net worth includes all of Amazon. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? That's like, net worth. That includes, yeah, and net worth all of Amazon, but his, his shares of Amazon. So right, that's, like, like he, including assets and shit. Correct. It includes his home, his assets, his cars, you know, all the speculated stocks that he holds and everything. And so it's, like, when people talk about taxing that stuff, it's, like, okay, do you tax his house until he doesn't have a house? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, if he buys this house and he, he pays taxes on it, let's say it's a billion-dollar house. And some people say, well, millionaires having all these things is what he dodge taxes. Well, we do have property taxes. But you can't just tax people out of all of their wealth. Yeah. You know, tax them so that they can't save anymore? Like, you, oh, you're not allowed to have savings anymore? You must spend every dollar you bring in? Like, what is the... I just understand it. Right. 
you have too much money. You're not allowed to save anymore. You have to give money away if you earn more money. Yeah, and then it's like, what if the following year you don't have such a good year, and then you're like broke the next year? Yeah, and you know. And then you like gave away a hundred thousand dollars the year before, and you're like, fuck. Fuck, could <laughs> use that for this coronavirus vaccine yeah, that he's developing. Yeah, exactly. It was so funny. I remember when this first started, people were posting online like, oh, where's all the millionaires and billionaires with their fucking money helping society now? And I would like post links to like, Elon Musk donates thousands of ventilators to hospitals around the country. Yeah. Fucking Bill Gates transferring like $250 million towards this fucking fund. Oh, yeah. Tesla puts up this fucking giant fund, like $250 million for all of its employees and its contractors. Oh, maybe it was Amazon. All of its employees and its fucking uh, contracted employees, so people people who work with like other logistics companies with Amazon, like they're all fucking doing shit. Yeah. So many of them. Joe Rogan's having everybody come on his podcast, get tested. What a great guy. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, he actually is. That's cool. He's still doing the podcast in person, I guess, and fucking he just bought a bunch of tests and he has some doctor come in and fucking test people. I was listening to that the other day. I was like, man, this motherfucker's got. Test for his own podcast. Like, he just right, brings like, people in, like, oh, yeah, you're cleared. We can fucking shake hands after this test lab work is done. Joe Rogan can come up with all the tests, but, um, like, the American government can. <laughs> well, I guess his tests are not FDA approved. Approved? Oh, they're not. But that doesn't mean they don't work. Yeah, it doesn't mean they don't work. They're still scientists that made them. You know, scientists, it's just like the FDA approval thing takes a certain amount of time. Right. Yeah, it's something, man. It's really something. Yeah, and that's like probably what's like, that's a good amount of stuff that's probably hindering our like recovery from this too. Oh, it needs to be proved by everything first. <laughs> I don't know exactly. Oh, the bureaucracy of it all. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah all the administrative yeah, like the bullshit. Logistics of it all. Yeah, I mean, that definitely is always kind of a, a hindrance. Because, like, especially if you need something rolled out, like, fast. Right, exactly. But it's like you said the other day, like, how kind of the market, like, fixes itself with, like, uh, like uh, underwhelming amounts of supplies or whatever. Like, it fixes itself because enough people see the opportunity in that to make the rest of the dollars. So, like, like for example, like how... There's a shortage of masks, and then, like, everyone on fucking Instagram selling masks now, you know? Totally, totally. Yeah, once there's a need, people people like capitalize it just, on yeah, it. Yeah, people capitalize on it. It fixes and it's, itself very quickly. And once there's a huge market, like, a huge demand for a product, like, all of a sudden, people start competing to supply that product, like, en masse. It's crazy. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it is super cool to watch. It's actually really good, you know, right now is a pretty good example of, I don't know, like... A lot of really, like, you know, um, like, just hypothetical situations that we've never been able to see play out, play out, you know? Yeah, like I think Like a fucking, it's... what happens if the Black Plague hit now, you know? Yeah, I mean, dude, imagine if we didn't, I bet you it would be a lot less calm if we didn't have internet. Netflix, dude, if there's no Netflix through this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see I bet what you're you, saying. If we didn't have Netflix, I bet you by the end of this, somebody would have invented Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, like someone's like, we need some shit to watch all the videos now. Yep. Yeah, you wonder what kind of inventions are going to come through from this. All sorts of delivery services and fucking 
a new era of masks and gloves and hand sanitizers. And... Yeah, exactly. Which kind of, if you think about it, like, should have kind of been going on anyway. Like, like, you know, I feel like we're a society that, like, if you're sick, you go to work still. Totally. And then spread it to every other fucking person at work, and then your whole fucking workplace is sick because they didn't want to let you have the day off. <laughs> yeah, I think people should expand their sick days or their sick policies. We should have, like, I think... <clears throat> I don't know how it would work. I think there's got to be some kind of a insurance, like a sickness insurance model. Yeah, exactly. Or something for work. It's got to be something. Maybe not even insurance, but like we got to have something. Some sort of like system or, implemented. Or just where... teach people to save more. So that if you do work for a dickhead employer, like, hey, you know, you got enough money to afford to be sick for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Like, because really, like, that's the problem. Is not, you know, it's not. Is affordability it, people are gonna get sick. sick no matter what but yeah the, the affordability of it is like i can't afford like, to get sick because uh, i need to take 10 hours off work right forget the medical expenses that are potentially incurred from this and all the problems behind that but like just look at the fucking cost of some people can't afford to take a day off of work yeah exactly but i also think a lot of people are irresponsible as fuck with their money yeah exactly I'm gonna get some more buckets if I can find some. Yeah, do it up. We're just dumping these buckets. Yeah, I, I'm gonna load these two up. I've been kind of going and not loading. Let's unload some buckets. Yeah, then I'll, I'll do a quick outro with you. Podcast, baby. Don't quote me on this. Don't
What's that? Honestly, the bag, you don't need to go through bags for that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I usually too. reuse them anyway, but it's just a pain in the ass to haul them around. I know, that's what I was thinking. The fuck it, man. The fuck it bucket. Yeah, and it's less. I feel like it's less strenuous to do the tarps and just fucking drag it. Yep. Totally. Totes, my guy. Totally. Guts. So many leaves, dude. Oh, we've done a great, great work here. Man, I can't wait till we're not doing this anymore. I think next week. Next week, meaning tomorrow. Yeah. What time is it anyway? Mm. Let's check. I don't know, the phone's dead. 310. Be nice if we could fucking get all this done by five. <laughs> Did I say that like that? I didn't mean to say that like that. Oh my god. This is our podcast. We're getting frustrated and hangry. <laughs> I need a nuller. Dude, I ate so much food at lunch. Did you? Yeah, I had a fucking big-ass smoothie with protein and spirulina and all that. Okay, I had a smoothie. I had a bagel, two open-faced half bagels loaded with cream cheese, tomato, and like four pieces of ham on each one. Nice. I had two quesadillas. And I put three scoops of protein powder in that smoothie. Fuck yeah. And I had a little bit of rice and beans. Nice, man. Yeah, so I'm going to be farting. Oh. Oh. Not riding up with you at tart time. You know what greenhouse gases smell like that? Sometimes. <laughs> I do now. Dude, I still, I was so happy when I said that to Paul. He didn't give a fuck, but it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny to me. That you got to get your jokes in. I just farted and he fucking ducks into the greenhouse. I'm like, hey, Paul, you know what greenhouse gases smell like? He's like, huh? I'm like, I just ripped one. He's like, oh, great. And just like walked out. <laughs> he appreciated it probably. I don't know, you know? I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. I think it's hilarious. I'll say it when I'm not farting. It's pretty funny. Pretty As long as it's funny for you, it's the only thing that matters. That's right, dude. I'm not here to entertain people. I'm here to entertain myself. Exactly. I don't give a fuck if you listen to this shit. What do you? How do you feel about being an entertainer? An entertainer? I don't feel necessarily great about it all the time. I, I, at times, don't mind entertaining people. But that's another reason why, like, setting up a tour and like scheduling shows for me is really difficult. Because I have days where I like, I'm like, ah, I got like the show going on tonight. I kind of just want to skip it because I don't really feel like entertaining people right now. <laughs> I see. I'd rather just kind of sit at home and smoke some weed tonight. Yeah, I guess. I guess I totally get that. I guess the only problem is when you do it like that, the shows don't keep coming. Well, exactly. That's why I'm not playing shows ever. <laughs> right. No, yeah, totally. totally. 
Yeah, for me, I want it. I want it so that the shows won't stop coming. I want it so like there's so many people asking me. Hopefully, one day I'll be good enough that like people are asking me to work for them. It's like I have to say no. Like I want to, but like I can't. Like I don't want to have that much. Yeah. Because I, I, you do it. You enjoy entertaining. Dude, I do love That's it. Your thing. I don't. I I gotta get better at it, but I do love it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm necessarily entertaining people, but I but enjoy I try. trying. I the <laughs> attempt. Right? Yeah, and that's yeah. what matters, you know. <laughs> but like, I will say, I do enjoy entertaining people. The thing is, I haven't really like I haven't had like an established like band in a long time. So typically, it'll be like me and a percussion player and like a bass player or something. And uh, and and like, therefore, I get stuck doing like the lead vocals and being like the front of the whole show, where I'm really not, <laughs> I'm really not like that type of person where like i'd like to play lead guitar that's what i like to play in bands but it's like as a lead guitarist you don't have to be like singing or really be Dude. like interacting with the crowd too much you it's know so I mean? true you can hang back and rip a solo and people are going to be stoked either way you know yeah whether you look super cool doing it or not but as a front man you kind of have to throw in a little flair and be the entertainer you know you have to be the freddie Mercury you have to be a showman the, for sure you know what i mean you have to be the the showman of, of, of the deal so I'll say I like entertaining people I like people listening to my music I like people dancing to my shit I think that's a great thing I just don't like having to be the center of it like I like being I like being in the background you know like playing drums is cool too for me <laughs> I enjoy playing drums in bands so I can hang back and kick the groove on do you, um, do you find that, like, doing the vocals and shit is, is distracting from the groove? Like, having to, or is it just the pressure of doing that in the show? I don't know if it's the pressure as much as I just, like, I just don't like the being, like, the center of the whole crowd, you know what I mean? And being, like, you know, having, I guess it doesn't, yeah, I guess it does take away from the groove then for me. Because I, like, it's not like I'm playing music to play music at that point. Yeah, when you get anxiety about how it's being received rather it's than like, just, like, jamming into it. Yeah, it's just, like. Or is it you have, like, somebody I'm else. I'm playing music to, like, have myself be, like, doing, like, you know, put myself on a, on, on stage and, like, show myself, too. Whereas I can just show my music if I'm, like, hanging back playing drums or, like. Yeah. bass or lead or guitar and not having to be the center of it the center of attention would be somewhere else it would be like the front of the band for the most part like people would still look at you and see you performing but like right, that guy's singing doing his thing so there's yeah there's like more of the focal point is like damn that dude's singing you know right <laughs> unless you're just like such a nasty guitarist that right, but people even don't that, even notice right but then you're not like you know having to do you're not the guy who's talking in between shows and that's like, true you know between sets and like that's interact true. you know you're not really necessarily the most interactive member of the group i guess yeah man like uh brian may from queen he just hung back and jammed dude he was a beast he was a fucking beast yeah, and that's like a lot of guitar players. Like, also an Jimmy Herring doesn't really move a muscle on stage. He doesn't have to. He just is like a fucking shredder. Yeah. And the, like he lets his music speak for him. Which I, I mean, I like people hearing my voice. I fucking hate listening to the recordings of my voice. I do too. Yeah, yeah I hate it's... listening to it, but I like when people tell me that they liked it. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> that's dude. That's satisfying. I really enjoyed your set. Like, we should link up. I'm like, cool, man. 
That's cool. <laughs> yeah, somebody fucking... One time, this guy came up to me after my fucking set. Or no, it was before I'd even told any jokes. He's like, oh, do you... Do you... <laughs> I get this one joke. It's stupid. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. It's, uh, I've been... I've been going to the Long High Asian Mart. Right. Whenever I walk in, I say, Hi! Um, uh, I get a real kick out of that joke. Yeah. Everybody else hates it. Like, I think it's hilarious. So it puts me in a good place to tell more jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's when you're doing the joke for yourself at that point. But I, it was, like, so weird. I, I'm at one of my mics, and I fucking walk up to the bar, and this kid's like, Hey, do you go to the Long High Asian Mart? I was like, I do. Like, actually, I never have, but I drive by the Long High Mart. He's like, oh, man, cool. I'm a fan of your work. He's like, also, do you play disc golf at the Hollows? And I was like, I do. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I seen you there, too. I'm like, no shit, dude. He's like, yeah, you want to play around disc golf sometime? And we shot the shit, and then we ended up playing around disc golf at some point. It was chill. It was a good that's time. Nice. So you're, uh, that's your biggest fan? That's my biggest fan, dude. <laughs> my only fan, as far as I know. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. There's a kid who came out uh, and worked on the last hill. And, you know, I knew he was from the same area as me, and he, like, knew the same people. But he was like, oh, dude, like, yeah, I used to watch you play guitar all the time in, in the band Whiskey Crick. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> that's my only fan. Man, I, um, I think it's probably going to... It would be weird if I ever get fans, dude. I don't think I'm going to like that. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing, man. I yeah. feel like I'm not going to like that. That's a trade-off. Like, like, you know what? I appreciate that you appreciate me. Please. Let me have fucking dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it never gets to that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, the point where like, I'm having dinner. Like, maybe if somebody sees me on the subway or fucking, or like walking around somewhere after a show or something. Like, hey, did you play at this place? Did you do a fucking show over here? Like, that's all cool with me. Like, oh, I really like, you know, that's fine with me. But people, like, recognize me when I'm, like, in a restaurant with my family. And wanting to take pictures. And yeah, shit. man. Like, yeah. I'm trying to have, like, my 12 kids have 12 kids here. Yeah. They can't think that I'm some kind of a crazy celebrity. They got to think I'm a good Catholic boy. Like my father. That's the thing, though, about comedy. Like, I feel like you're never, like, you never reach that, like, point of, like, celebrity status at, like, a... As a stand-up comedy comic, unless you do like movies and break through that world, you know I, what know. I mean, in the sense where like you're not necessarily gonna not be able to go out to dinner with your family or something like it's that true. all the there's, time. Like at least some, all the time, you know. It depends on where you live too. It's just like I feel like a lot of them end up in New York and fucking uh, L.A. Where a lot where of people are famous anyway. Or there's just a lot of prestige in different areas. So if, even if you're like a comic, if you go to the fucking restaurant or somewhere. There's, like, you, people who are, like, oh, yeah, I'm a high-level executive at this thing. It's, like, you're a comic, you do that thing, that's cool. That's a cool thing to do in society. But they also do a thing that's, like, very, I guess, very valuable in society. Because comedy seems like something that people really value for a reason, for some reason. Yeah. It's, like, people are, like, oh, wow, you're a comic? Like, people are, like, weirdly impressed by it. I'm, like, yeah, I'm not very good. They're, like, yeah, just to get on stage or whatever. It's, like, yeah. people are, val- they're, like, they're, like, it's cool that we have that. Like, people are, people seem grateful that that exists. So, I don't know. But I feel like there's so much prestige in those areas. Or there's movie stars and stuff in L.A. too. So it's like, I don't know. Because those people aren't going to come up and be like, oh, hey, oh, I'm a big fan. Like, some of them might. But most of them aren't. 
Right. Right. If they do, you're not so like awkward about it, probably because you're like, oh, you're also famous, so like right. that's cool. I'm flattered. What? Like I also like your work, you know. Brad Pitt likes my comedy. Yeah, like fuck yeah, dude. Like yeah, Pitt. we're gonna fucking <laughs> smoke blunts and fucking I'm gonna do a show for his uh, girlfriend's birthday party. Yeah, yeah, right. I love Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> what? That guy's great. Yeah, that would be cool. If, like just, just like what? Who else? Like John, Johnny Depp thinks you're. Things you funny, like wants to come to your next show, wants to know when you're doing like a gig over here in, in town. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's fucking dope, man. JD, but still, let me eat my fucking dinner. That's what I would do. I'd be like, oh, yeah, cool, man. Let me yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I get your Johnny right? Depp and shit, but try to eat with my fucking family, dude. Dude, hilarious story. <laughs> hilarious story. This is comedian Don Rickles, okay? Don Rickles is a. Uh, He's like an insult comic, but he was like, he's he just died like a couple years ago. One of the funniest fucking guys. He used to go on Johnny Carson. He's like good friends with Johnny Carson, but he's also good friends with Frank Sinatra. Okay. And there's a story he tells about being at, at a fancy di- uh, restaurant with a lady in fucking New York or New Jersey or something and seeing Frank Sinatra over there and they're buddies and he goes to the bathroom at some point. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I'm with this girl and she's a big fan of yours. And uh, it, would, it would mean a lot if you'd come by and say hi after. And so he fucking, he goes back, you know, he goes back to his table, he's eating his dinner, and then when Frank Sinatra finishes up his meal, he's leaving this lady and he comes by, he's like, hey, Don, I, see, I, know, you're, I know you're with your girl, uh, but I just want to say it's good to see you, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's like, he's like, Frank, can't you see I'm eating? Yeah. And like, really, like, Frank Sinatra tells the story, he's like, like, yeah, and then he tells the story while he's on stage with Don Rickles. That's like, so like, yeah, awesome. I did that because I knew that I would look cooler if I fucking told you to buzz off. Like, yeah, it's cool that you know Frank Sinatra. It's even cooler if you could tell him to buzz off. Like, I'm with a lady. Like, how, how important does she feel then? Like, Fuck wow, off, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, wow, that's a fucking cool move. <laughs> Frank, can't you see I'm eating? That's awesome. Such a great story. That guy's so funny. He's so brutal. Hilarious comic. Very dead, too. Very dead. One of the deadest. One of the deadest. He looked dead for a long time before he died. He looked like John McCain. He's dead inside. His cheeks were all puffy and shit. Just told jokes to keep him from killing himself until he withered away. That's right. That's what you're going to do, right? (laughs) Dude, they call me Bill Withers away. Bill Withers away. Yep. One day I'll tell enough jokes that I'll be old and frail. Yeah, exactly. Dude, should I be the next Bill Cosby? You should call yourself Bill Cosby. That should be with a Z. With a K, too. Yeah. Bill KKK Cosby? Bill KKK Cosby with, like, two, yeah. A bunch of Zs. Yeah, I think it would be a hit. Damn, that's what we should name a new strain. Cosby with a Z. <laughs> K-O-Z-B-Y. <laughs> Shit puts you to sleep and fucks you. Yeah. That Cosby OG. Wake up three days work after three days later after three no call no shows at work. Fired. <laughs> you wake up three days later with your pants around your ankles. Having no call, no show to work, and been fired. Ben Cosbead. The, the Cosbead. Gets you high and then fucks you. Watch out, the thing right there. 
so you know. You can move it. We can move it down. I see it. I'm going to move it down anyway because we're working this way. Oh, yep. Yeah, I can't believe it's already been an hour and 39 minutes. Man. Right? Time flies when you're making millions of dollars off making podcasts. Yeah. Yep, Mikey's here. You think we'll have our own COVID test for people on our show soon? Oh uh, yeah, dude. I'm gonna be licking people's faces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> saying like, Speaking hey, listen, of this microphone. If you if you taste gross, then you definitely have the COVID. And if you don't taste gross, uh, then you probably don't have the COVID. Not that's F- my test. Not FDA approved. It's not FDA approved, but we're pretty sure the science behind it is solid. <laughs> I and I, I actually have never. I've never licked anyone's face, and I can't imagine that it's going to be a good experience for me, so I'm expecting a lot of positive results. Positive results. Yep, Corona positive. Yep. He's got, this guy's got the Rona. Oh, yeah. What if there was a test where, like, they just had, like, a dog, a dog had to lick your butthole or something to see if you had Corona? Like, yeah, we figured out dogs can do it. We're going to save a lot of money on producing tests. Everybody's got a dog. We get to see the, the dog, face your dog makes after it licks your butthole. If the dog barks, you got the Rona. If the dog barks. And if the dog bites you, you're good. If the dog bites your asshole, you're fine. Just gotta get bit in the butt. Yeah, we're really nipped this problem Ow, in the butt. fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Ow, fuck yeah. Ow, fuck yeah. Yeah, you know how there's like the scars? There's scars back in the day from like one of those vaccines, like the measles vaccine or something. It's like a little half moon shaped scar. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't, I think you're probably too young. I don't have it. I think I'm too young. I think they stopped doing it like a couple years before I was born. Uh, but yeah, it's like four, four holes around your asshole. Oh, it's yeah? It's like teeth holes from a dog. That's what the Corona one is. Hmm. It's brutal. I did see somewhere that like dogs can test for Corona though they can they can smell it, but I don't know how they know that's what the dog's smelling. Like I don't get it. Yeah, how do they how have they trained them to do that if they haven't even really like figured out what it is? Still. I don't even believe that dogs smell bombs. I think that's something the police do to fucking fuck with people. Like oh yeah, no, I agree. We just have vicious dogs. Like yeah, of course it wants to. Of course it's fucking making noises. It wants to kill me. I'm, it knows I'm a prey. Yeah. I am. It can enemy. spell my fear from a mile away. Yeah, seriously. Right, I don't really think the dog thing is very foolproof. I wonder what the statistics on that are. How dog accurate sign, Yeah, dog sign. Like, I wonder if it's like the vast majority of them are correct, or if it's like, yeah, like 55%, like, margin of error on a fucking coin toss. Yeah, exactly. Fucking A, dude. How many leads do you think we pulled? 600,000. Mikey, how many leads do you think we pulled? We or I? We. I said a million, too. Seems like a good number. Seems pretty reasonable. We're probably close to exactly a million on this plant. (laughs) 
Oh man, so tedious. I mean, so exciting. Oh, so exciting. Oh, so exciting. Oh, so exciting. Yep. Fucking A. These ones have so many big leaves. Right. It's like every other leaf. The weed meister. We're working with the weeds. He's working with the different kind of weeds. Weed ding. We're weeded. Yeah, we did it. And he weeded it as well. He weeded it. Ugh. Yep. Well, dude, I think uh, I think we'll probably call. It. We'll wrap it up since we're losing the energy. Yeah, man, talk it's, anymore. it's all over, dude. It's fucking, I don't like talking to you anymore. Me neither. So fuck you. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, thanks for, I guess, being an asshole for the last hour and forty-five minutes. Yep. Fuck you, bud. Yeah, and fuck you too. And hey, Mikey. Fuck you. Want to say hi to the folks back home? We have millions of viewers and listeners, and. But you can also say whatever you want because nobody's listening to this. But no, that's going to be broadcasted to millions. Thousand millions. You also have the right to remain silent, and I think he's going to exercise that right. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody.